Welcome back for a continuation of last week's episode where we are joined by Mr. M, Mr. T, and J. Okay, so you, you get out of this relationship. It definitely is like ding, a little light bulb goes off that hey, there's something here. So you come out, you share that with him, um and since then you've you've been growing and learning, right? Different relationships. Do, doing my baby lesbian gay thing, um, making making a lot of mistakes, making so many mistakes, but you know, ultimately I'm Every time that I've made a mistake now, I can say, you know what? I've learned from, you know, while I didn't want this to be a lesson, I didn't want this to become a lesson. It did ultimately become a lesson, but I'm better for it. You know, I'm with every single person that I talk to, that I meet, that I enter in a relationship with, that I date, I learned something new about what I want and what I don't want. And, you know, and it's ultimately just helping me realize who I am as a fully developed human being and what I need, what my needs are, you know, within myself and within another person. Got it. If I ever get to that point. Got it. And Jay, you, you were starting to, I mean, I would imagine you're healing after this super long relationship that you were in, but also this is sort of checking a box, like you mentioned, uh, living on a commune and sharing things together. So I'm curious for you, what did you learn about yourself during that period? Um, I, I think too, like, because I had such, you know, I'm on and I'm off, like, I wasn't relying on the relationship to to meet all my needs. It was nice to have a relationship. It was nice to share things with somebody, but I was not, uh, um, I was not needing that. So I could come into it with a very relaxed attitude. Sure. Yep. Okay. There all, there's all this other noise going on. It's okay. Cause I got my own noise and then some days I just go home, you know, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, it did. It did um, help me learn a lot of things about myself um, because I found some like old behaviors starting to come up that, and so I had to just observe them. Like um, I, I, as much as I want to be structured, there is a part of me that wants to be liked and wants to be uh, cute and, you know, appear attractive and, um, but that's not always helpful. That's not always healthy. I bend myself over backwards to try to be this thing that I'm like, I can imagine that is what everybody wants of me. Um, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I, I said something wrong? What if I, I did the wrong thing? And it makes all of this anxiety, and so having it be a little more relaxed, like Mr. M had his own distractions, I have my own distractions, meant that sometimes I could step back and just observe like that response and not have to fully like be in it and, right. and like and, and live it. And because I could tear myself to pieces, but I was choosing to just 
acknowledge it and not, you know, dive down into all of those, those steps. And so I would, I could take a step. I could like see the behaviors that weren't healthy come up. I could process them and then and like kind of know where I was. And then I could talk to Mr. M about them and we would, you know, decide together, well, what does, you know, what does this mean? And, and we kind of, and then, and then we start the next step, you know, like, oh, wow. The first time you, you know, spend, you know, stay somewhere else. It's not your own space uh, with somebody else. I like, he loves to listen to a very particular period of classical music while he sleeps. Um, wow. And I find that like super energizing. So like the first time I was at his house, I did not sleep the whole night because I was just like, Baroque classical music. So like Handel, Bach, uh, you know, uh, this is what you go to like sleep that. to? So, well, this is what I used to go to oh. sleep to. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's kind of a holdover from from uh, my relationship with Mr. T. She would listen to Beethoven. To go to uh, sleep? And she, and in fact, she still does. I know because uh, she stayed over at our house uh, cat sitting for us. And uh, I noticed up with my Apple, my Apple Music, some Beethoven at bedtime going. So <laughs> still happens. I have never heard of that before. I have literally, I have literally listened to Beethoven at bedtime to go to sleep since I was basically ten years old. However long that album has been out, I have listened it through, listened to it throughout my adulthood to help me go to sleep. Wow. So, do you play yeah. musical instruments? No, no, absolutely not. That's, I'm so, I was very curious. I'm like, oh, maybe because you're playing. No, I could never, I could never go to sleep to, to Beethoven. No, it, it's super energizing. Like I, uh, I don't play an instrument, but I like am in vocal performance and was in a classical choir, like an auditioned classical choir here in our town. And um, I sing alto, by the way. Uh, alto power um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. that is that type of music is super energizing to me because i'm like following the notes i follow the trail and, yeah. up, and i was like and then to be able like so it was actually very nerve-wracking to me to to say to him like i i can't sleep to the, i need something else i've never had anybody listen to what I needed so that's just like a small example of like but to be able to say like I I need us to to choose something else was a big deal to me that right. was it was huge and then so it took me a while to ask for it I had to think about it a lot and then finally we could talk about it and then oh we could solve it and I left that feeling calm and that was like a big deal to me. And so every little step was a series of like learning to take up space. Um, <laughs> and he let me do that. That's cool. And it was great and was really scary. And then sometimes we came across decisions that uh, were harder to make, like would we, you know, moving in together. And that was where we started to really, where it was 
the three of us, because at that point, uh, Mr. M and Mr. T owned a house together and I was in an apartment and I was looking for a house to buy. And we, you know, we're, we talked about like, would we, would we move in together? And, and I thought what a, my needs were in that. And I was like, I can't join with you financially when you are financially tied to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's going to be a, a step, right? So we're going to have to figure out a solution to that because otherwise I'm also financially tied to that person. And either we're all agreeing we're financially tied together or there needs to be a financial separation. And that was when they were still at that point uh, married on paper and they still had like financial response, like the house and other things, you know, keeping a house up, it's not just paying the mortgage, but it's also like upkeep and things like that. And if I, if we were going to own a house together, we would need, I would need to know what resources we had. And he would always have another pull on resources, right? Like I'm a totally functional person. Like, okay, it's, this is all a very boring conversation and I get it, but that was a, a tangible way of representing like kind of yeah. emotionally where we, you know, what we had to negotiate. And I was like, it's fine. If we stay here where we each have our separate households and we're in this list way together, that is okay. Like, but you are saying to me that you would like to have more time together. You would like you know, to be in the same spaces together. And I could see that too, but this needs to happen first. And if it doesn't, okay, then, then this is what, this is where the ability to, you know, kind of move in together ends. Uh, right. So, so my, I just interject real quick. So the, the, the point though, is, is that um, Mr. T and I had to decide first, are we going to be divorced? That was step number one, right? Do we separate in in the legal sense, right? And you know, at first we were like, no, we don't want to do that. It's the you know, we're fine. We're functional this way. It's it's fine. Other people should be okay with it. You know, yada yada. But as we progressed and as we got you know further into our relationships that we had at that point, it just didn't seem tenable any longer to be to be married so it was it, it was kind of a mutual decision like yeah let's 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 go through the the legal proceedings let you know we'll we'll sign all the documents we'll split our assets we'll do all of that thing the problem was that we did not have the ability to sell the house immediately because it was in a certain state of needing to be some upkeep uh, so some a lot of lawn work needed to be done um some some re- minor repairs uh some uh fixing of some remodeling of some stuff in the house, uh, putting closets and bedrooms and things like that. So that took probably several months. And so Jay and I moved in together um, shortly after we got engaged. um, And that was like a November of 2019, I want to say. And we had the house sold right as the pandemic was kicking off. So like, like February, of uh, 2020 is when uh, is when we officially closed on the house and, and and got it so right so there was there was a period of time where I was still paying a mortgage and kind of living rent free with Jay and her kids and with under the you know the the you know the guys of like hey all of the 
all of the stuff that I'm paying for is like food and all that. So that helped kind of pay my way in the house, but I wasn't contributing meaningfully to the household until after I could separate from that other, that other house. And I, I don't, Pretty sure uh, Mr. T was the same way. Um, you know, all the, hey, I can't because I'm paying part of this mortgage or, or these other bills. Actually, I think I think our bills were divided a little bit differently, Mr. T. But you know, kind of the same same feeling on that. Equitable. I feel like it was. More it was like, equitable. It was equitable, right? At right. the time, right? I, yeah, like it may have been like I paid all of one bill and you paid all of another bill, and like, mm-hmm. that was kind of how we did it. Yeah. Was that scary? Was that a scary time, like the separation of finances for you, Mr. T? It was a little bit because, you know, Mr. M was always the breadwinner. Well, in later in our later in our relationship, he became Mr. M became more of the breadwinner. I mean, I was always working, trying to get as much money as I possibly could, you know, but Ultimately, I never made as much money as he did. So when I, you know, so yeah, there was that scary bit where I'm like, oh my God, you know, it's now I was, I was in a relationship, but I wasn't in a relationship with some, with someone. I never go to look for someone who makes a lot of money like that. I'm I'm not a gold digger. Like, (laughs) yeah. Although maybe I should be. Um, I mean, right. That's the next chapter. That's the one thing you haven't tried. Yeah. That's the one thing you haven't tried. So try that out next. I've been looking for love in all the wrong places. Maybe I just need to find an old lady that'll take care of me. Right. But, uh, drop, drop, drop your drop your purse in front of the bank. Oops. <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny about that, or not really funny. So before I um, got with my current wife. My ex decided that, you know, she wanted to, you know, be with men, but she didn't happen to tell me that until after we'd signed a, a lease on an um on the apartment, right? So it was a one-bedroom apartment. So not only oh, was no. I paying rent with my current wife, I was having to pay half the rent and the utilities on the other place. I did that for a fucking year. Oh. Um, that shit will never happen again. That's right. Yeah. Because what? Like, you know what? I'm happily married now, so we're good. Well, that's. I think like 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 I said, finances is like a very boring thing to talk about, but it was a big deal to me because I did not have a lot of financial autonomy by the end of my previous relationship. Like I didn't even know how to log into our bank accounts. I didn't know how much we, you know uh, money we had on hand. I didn't know any of those things. And like there was, as we were separating, it was a very like, it was very like traumatic to realize exactly how much control I had lost. You know, like and how how little control that I had. I knew I didn't. I wasn't happy with how much control I had, but I to realize how much. I had actually lost was really scary. And like to re-enter, like I don't open all my own bank account. Like every day was a new account I had to enter, a new form I had to fill out, like a new thing. And so like um money was kind of like traumatic to me. Was, you know, yeah. like I, I had a lot of trauma around money. And I'd all I'd already had a lot of trauma around money, like from a kid like I was always a saver I was always a person that like liked to have a backup plan and then somehow I found myself not 
having a backup plan and I felt really trapped. Um, and that was when things started to get really scary in my previous relationship. So to even have a financial conversation, like, Hey, we're going to join our bank accounts was like, Oh God. Right. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was a big, it was a big deal. Yeah. Um, so that was, and so, you know, like that's a part too of how I was coming into this relationship. I was coming from a place where I never had control. Uh, I didn't have the space to talk about like my needs. Um, I never talked about my needs with another person. Uh, and Mr. M made all of that, uh, like be gentle, you know, um, that's sweet I think um I mean if I could just say hearing you it's it's to me it sounds like you have like really good communication and healthy boundaries and like I don't know you know the story of of your previous relationship but I think just the ability to speak up and say something no matter how hard it was and, and keep those healthy boundaries is really cool like I think that's one lesson I will take away speak up man keep healthy boundaries yeah, yeah. healthy boundaries that, that that that's important in any relationship right whether you've been married for 28 years five years you're just getting into a relationship boundaries and you know that's that's all part of like my mental health too now is like if it smells like drama you don't get to come in the box anymore um i right and and Mr. T, you should know this. Lesbian drama is the absolute fucking worst. Oh why? my Can you tell God. me why? why? I want to know why. why. Are we, why Mr. T lives like for it. Mr. Okay, T lives for it. Are you kidding not me? Gonna, <laughs> not going to lie. Sometimes I do live for it. Um, I was actually telling them uh, when I came in, um, I am mid-manic episode right now I'm because I have bipolar. So I'm like, mid manic episode and i am literally i have nothing better to do but create chaos for the plot right now like that's kind of where i i want to i i'm at but i know that that's not good but lesbians we are so women in general we are emotional creatures let's be honest like and when you get two women together because we're so we can be headstrong with one another and, and hopefully in most cases in healthy relationships or you know, a lot of unhealthy relationships in the lesbian community, but we are just such messes. Like we are, we are just, I, I've lived the L word. I've been living the L word and I'm ready to stop living the L word. Like for real. <laughs> Lesbians are petty as fuck. They oh, really we are. are. We are. We are petty. so fucking petty. So petty. So, and I feel like, I feel like that, that's my brand though. I feel like that's my brand. I've always been petty. So yeah. I have a, except I have for a the fact that you, yeah, you care about people though. Like I feel like. No, I don't. Don't ruin, my, <laughs> don't ruin my street. Don't ruin my street cred, Mr. M. I am dead inside and a cold hearted bitch. Cold yeah, we, I, I, we, I give you about 40% about of that. Right. right. <laughs> um, we, we do care, but like, you know, like lesbian drama, like I cannot know. That's probably why we have about maybe five lesbian friends. Okay. Because I cannot do the drama. I can't. 
G-Rex, if you ever want to hear about lesbian drama, please feel free to reach out. I have unlimited amounts of lesbian drama. Yes. Yes. And I tell, and I tell Mr. M about it. I tell Jay about it. I tell, you know, our other, uh, no, that's not true. I say, I save the juice, the real juice for you guys. I really do. I I really do. I do do. appreciate that. So so, and yeah, I go, well, it's, thank, it's fun. thank goodness I'm not part of that. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, any more, any more. Any more, right. It's and it's any less more. and less becoming about me. So that's good. You know, exactly. It's more... <laughs> you know, that, actually, it's a great observation. T. Uh, right. Like, yeah, you, uh, right. It's, it's less about, guess what this bitch did to me. It's more like, guess what these bitches are doing to each other. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> I have it's, it's a great evolution uh to see i'm and i'm like totally here for that because like sometimes i'm like oh oh no That's a lot of drama sounds awesome though i can only imagine so i have a, a kind of a weird random question um, Mr. T, when you finally, you know, you've departed from the Mr. M relationship, you're exploring who you are. Um, did you like just go wild or were you cautiously stepping into relationships after that? Because like for I me, mean, I'd be like, I, I can imagine if you're holding back an essential part of yourself and you finally get to let it out and be you. Like, are you just like, woo, like best day ever? Like I'm jumping in and fucking <laughs> discovering women like what was it like or was it cautious um it was no i'm jumping right in uh you i think mr m talked a little bit about my relationship with the individual that lived in oregon yes. that i that we that we subsequently moved to florida that that relationship didn't end up working out and the whole l word situation with that but i'm i i I like to be in relationships. I absolutely do. I feel like I'm my best version of myself when I'm in a relationship with someone. Um, But at the same time, I'm trying to learn how to be okay to be alone and finding myself and finding what I want. Um, I have recently redecorated my living room and my dining room because I have, aside from when I was with Mr. M, all of my design choices were always based on, well, I'm going to compromise for my partner and what they want and not necessarily listen to my design aesthetic or my style aesthetic. So I'm now reclaiming my home, you know, that I have and finding out, finding me and what I always knew what my personal style was, but I've definitely, you know, felt more free to express it and finding myself lately and realizing, hey, you know, I need to be a fully formed human being. And I'm also going to school right now. I've had a very, I have a very demanding job. Um, So, you know, I'm trying to tread more cautiously than I did when I first came out. And I'm just learning things along the way and that I don't need to rush into a relationship you know, I want to meet people. I want to foster my existing relationships like I have with Mr. M and with Jay and, you know, with a plethora of our other friends that we have together and separately. So that's kind of where I'm at at this point, treading cautiously, but I was never like, 
Ooh, I'm going to hook up and be with all these women. That's just not who I am as a person. Um, I think you like the idea of it more than actually in practice. Right. Yeah. Like like the idea of, of the, of the pursuit of the relationship and the actual relationship and, you know, doing that more, you know, more times, uh, you know, like the idea of it is more appealing than the act, than the, than it, when it actually, you know, works out, quote unquote. Yeah. So. Is there a design choice you've made recently that you're super excited about or like something that you bought that just like gives you good vibes? Um, yeah, I mean, the, I will say the biggest thing to me lately that I've done for myself is... I have always relied on other people to try and fix things for me, you know, hence me being into generally very butch women, not going to lie. They're usually fairly handy. So, uh, so I'm trying to learn how to do more things on my own. G-Rex clapping. (laughs) That's my wife. She is totally, she is like the handiest butch in town. That girl can MacGyver the shit out of anything. So I'm trying to like, I'm really trying to learn how to do things on my own. And I actually uh, shared a photo recently um, where I got a couch, put it in the back of my hatchback, drove it to my house, took it out myself. 30 minute drive. Which was it turned into an hour drive and like <laughs> oh no <laughs> well it was it was from UCF to Sanford so I don't know if anyone knows about that but it's generally a thirty minute drive but it took an hour to get there so I have even the gentleman that put the couch in my car they're like are you okay are you sure you're gonna be okay yes I'll be fine but I ended up getting the couch home getting into my house by myself putting it back together by myself like. So I felt super duper empowered by yeah. that and like, fuck yes, I can do this shit by myself. I don't mm. need anyone else. I'm mowing my lawn, which is a huge deal for me. And I'm doing it like every single weekend. So like, nice. yeah, yeah. Like I'm really trying to be like, you know what? I am independent as fuck. I don't need a woman to help me with anything I need to discover myself. And if someone comes into my life that, makes it better and I can be a partner and still be myself, but we can also be independent of one another, you know, great. That's what I want, but I'm not going, I, I'm not going to settle anymore. Like I really, I've learned so much to go back to than to go back to settling for things just because it's easier. So Mr. T, um, what that kind of segues, what is the biggest lesson you've learned in your journey? thus far that people actions speak louder than words actions that is the biggest thing that in both of my most recent relationships it was I'm going to say these things to you and I will apologize but at the same time, like my actions will not back up my words. So, you know, to me, that's become a huge thing in my relationships where I'm like, okay, you know, and 
I am not willing to accept that anymore. Like I am not willing to accept that. So that's my biggest takeaway is, you know, is to really see someone, what they do, not only to me, but to other people, how they are to, because the way that you treat people when other people aren't looking, it really talks to someone's character, you know? So that's something that I'm, I'm trying to grow and just, again, I need to learn to be okay. It's okay to be alone. Like Mm -hmm. it is a hundred percent okay to be alone. And that's where I'm at right now too, is I just, I'm trying to focus on myself and just getting through school (laughs) right now. (laughs) Yeah. Also I can say it's just, you know, keep keep making sure you're doing stuff for yourself too. And staying grounded, doing self-love, self-care. Let me tell you, I I think I went through my twenties and thirties and I didn't have any real serious relationships. Right. Like, because I think I was still trying to fucking grow up. You know, but once I, I found that that serious relationship or what I thought was going to be a serious relationship, then I kind of settled down. And and then, you know, once I met my, my current wife, like, that's when I finally just, like, really settled down, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. I knew that that's what I wanted. It was the stability I was looking for. It wasn't the fucking crazy that was going on. And, man, I applaud you. I really do. Like, you've been through a lot of shit. Both you and Jay. Like, I love you guys' Mr. story. I, Mr. M. I'm sorry. Mr. M. Mr. M. Mr. M. Mr. M. Fuck you. <laughs> You know what? We've recorded three times today, okay? Like, I, yeah. my mind is messed up. But, like, I applaud all of you, mm-hmm. right? Like, you guys have created a family, right? And family isn't, you know, what we're born with. It's what we choose. And you guys are the chosen family. And I, I love that, Jay, that you take care of Mr. Make sure that Mr. T is okay. You make sure Mr. M is okay. They all make sure that you're okay, right? And in, in this world today, because, you know, there's a lot of crazy shit going on and just making sure that you are all okay. It, it actually, it warms my heart. I kind of have some, some goosebumps going on right now. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm so happy for you guys. And I, I love this story. I know it's wild. So um, Jay, what is the biggest lesson you've learned? As much as it is, there wasn't a time like leading up to meeting uh, Mr. M that it was also what Mr. T said, like, I can do things on my own. I can, I am capable of this. Um, I would say at this point that my family shows me that it's okay for me to show up as I am. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, um, it would not always be my first choice to answer a 1 a.m. phone call. However, like, but, but I will be the one, I will be the one uh, to be like, um, well, we're going to have dinner together every Thursday, right? Or we're going to make sure that we are, you know, getting together on a regular basis. I'm going to be the one that makes sure we're like, taking all of those like small consistent steps and there are some people that would be like no it's only love if we are uh you know it's 1 a.m phone calls and it's only love if it is those extremes and it's Mm. but i can show up in my 
methodical way. And I, you know, kind of bring, uh, I bring balance to things. Cause I, I think, uh, Mr. M and Mr. T share those things. And con- like they, 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 uh, they love very deeply and in like huge waves and like I'm a little bit different, but they still like me. Oh, <laughs> we don't like you. We love you, Jay. We, Aww. I, I cannot say how incredibly happy I am that you and Mr. M found one another because you've become my family too. So I am utterly grateful that you came, that you came into Mr. M's life for him and that your kids came in to his life and you came into my life and your kids came into my life. Aww. Beautiful. Mr. Aww. M. <laughs> let me, let me so, dry the tears. Where did you go? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm here. I'm happy you can't see me because my eyes got watery through that. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you can. Yeah. Well, I think we'll be fine, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> just I missing from the you, Zoom, so. but as long as right, you yeah, can so, hear you. So, so Mr. So M. I, I, oh. Well, I, I do want to. I want to interject one. Of course, small go thing. for it. So uh, we were. So it was uh, one of Jay's kids' birthdays yesterday, um, and on Thursday we had my parents over for dinner, and Mr. T was supposed to join us. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she was not able to due to extenuating ex- ex- circumstances. And I don't think I told you this, Mr. T. Um, yeah, you were having some car trouble. Uh, and I, you know, and, uh, you know, my parents show up and he's like, oh, is, uh, is going to be here? And I'm like, you mean, who oh, is who going to be there? No, sorry. M- M- Mr. Uh, oh, T. Oh, excuse, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me back up. So, you know, Mr. T wasn't able to join us because she was having some uh, some car trouble, some extenuating of circumstances. Um, and, you know, the you know, birthday boy looks over at me and is like, you know, my parents had shown up is like, oh, is Mr. T going to join us? And, um, and, and seemed genuinely disappointed, uh, when, when I said, unfortunately, that, that she was not gonna be able to join us for, for his birthday. So I don't know if that's, uh, you know, you know, if that, you know, is, uh, indicative of, of how he feels about, uh, about everything. I think maybe he was just wondering, what's going on but like i i do think that that uh that mr t has definitely become a part of the kids lives in a very positive way so cool uh mr m what have you learned what's been the biggest lesson you've learned through this um being okay with change knowing that change is always constant um Listening to yourself, listening to those around you, hearing people when they say that they have needs, listening to your own needs, um, and then understanding when you can't meet those needs, right? Understanding that there is a limitation that you have for yourself, and that if you can't be there and you can't meet that need, then that's okay as long as you can communicate that. Love that. Love that. G-Rex, any last questions from you? No, I like I said, thank you so much for sharing you guys' stories. Um, Jay, I'm really proud of you. And yeah. I, I just, I, I think that you just came out of your shell and you know, you've introduced your kids to like, you know, different lifestyles and 
you know, you're opening their horizons and their eyes and, and being okay with that, that, because not all parents are like that. And I, I think your kids are really fortunate in being able to do that and have those experiences because, um, like it, when, when I was probably their age, I didn't have those experiences. So to me, that is, um, it's heartwarming for me. You know, I'm 60 years old and, um, been out for a really long time. So any, um, any advice for Mr. T as she is in the beginning of her journey? <laughs> yes. Um, my <laughs> advice for Mr. T is going to be, um, just keep practicing self-love, self-care, mm. take care of your, take care of your needs. Um, you're going to find somebody that'll be the, that it'll be the one. Don't tell me how it happens. Cause it, it kind of <laughs> just, it just, it just, it just happened for me. Like, um, my wife and I met online, right? Like we met on an AOL chat room. Um, funniest thing ever. That's that's dating yourself. <laughs> All right, listen, Mr. M. Did I did I ask for your input? I don't that's think I true. did. You did not. You did not. Because, that's a good point. Because I'm I'm getting back to you in like two minutes. But um, Mr. T, I, I I just want you to make sure you're taking care of yourself, you know, and be kind to yourself. That's if that's the most important thing is be kind, you know, like we all go through this shit of trying to identify what we're, what we want, what we need, um, and looking for that happiness. And, you know, you have a family, you know, in Mr. T and in Jay and use them as, as a support system. And, um, I, I'm really proud of you. Like I said, I don't, it would be hard for me to come, come out and have to start dating now because it, it's a way different world so mm -hmm. be kind to yourself i love you you'll be good i'm telling you you can call me anytime i have crazy ass stories to tell you that are do not need yeah. to be that do not need to be on the internet and anywhere because when i was growing up we didn't have phones thank god and and finally um mr m uh thank you for being so gracious um you know, sharing your story, not everybody feels comfortable sharing that. And I, I'm just so proud of you. Like you, you're, you truly all are, are a baller. Yeah. And I, you, you are such a great guy. And I, like, like I said, your episode, your two episodes, I've never gotten so many fucking texts about your two episodes. <laughs> The whole cliffhanger, the whole cliffhanger thing. Like I, I got like really shitty texts from people. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm like, "You know what's, what's crazy? You're gonna have to wait." This episode will also be a two-parter, so like I'm very curious oh, to sure. see what Bizzle's cliffhanger is gonna be because uh, people are gonna be so fucking pissed. They're like, are yeah, you fucking kidding me? Not again. <laughs> Why do you do this to us? <laughs> right. But yeah. you know. Um, just like as a as a closing note, like we hit a huge milestone today. We just um, hit seventy five thousand downloads Ooh, on our amazing. podcast. Amazing! Wow. Thank you. And you know, we wow. wish I... you guys this podcast with everyone. Aww, so you guys, it's you. amazing. I love it. Thank you, thank you. We we went live on you know February fourteenth, and never in a million years <clears throat> did I think that we would have the success that we did do and. You know, I appreciate Dirty Skittles and, and Bizzle and all our amazing guests. Like, we we can't do this without you guys and, and your support. And uh, yeah, 
Uh, the, the day we hit 100,000, I'm probably going to have to take a moment. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having us. Like, this was amazing. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it was, it was definitely good to talk it out with people that I know, you know, with hearing their side and what they went through as well, you yeah. know. I feel like we need to do like a check-in with you later and just see where your journey progresses. It's okay to be not okay. Just make sure you're talking to someone. Do you want to tell the the people out there the the kind of person you're looking for? Should we make this a dating show? Ooh, can we have oh, a dating show? Snap, snap. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, financially stable. Yes. Doesn't have to be emotionally stable because clearly I'm not. Um, you know. Uh, as, as Mr. T is literally pacing my house, I can see her. She is literally <laughs> manic pacing the house right now. <laughs> okay. I told you I'm in mid manic mode right now. Give me a break. Should uh, we, I should... would be doing the same if I wasn't like tied to, I'm not tied to the chair, but if I wasn't like in this room, confined to this room. Should we ask yeah, Mr. I... Mr. M and J what they would want for you? For your significant oh, other? Oh, absolutely. Please do, because they, they have a better judge of character than I do, clearly. So, Mr. MJ, Jay, Jay, you, Jay, Jay, you go first. Jay, go first. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly happy uh, to see Mr. T in, in this like solo phase. Uh-huh. Like, um, I'm, I'm actually like, I'm not, I'm not wishing. Uh, a partner. Uh, <laughs> not, not in a, we, she knows the trauma. She knows we've the had trauma. a lot of drama. That's true. <laughs> um, a lot of drama. Well, like, like, um, that's like the solo time for me was like so important. Like, um, and, um, I learned like so much about myself, like in, in the alone time that like, I wish that for everybody. I wish that same kind of like peace and like a self-awareness, like for any person that could, you know, even if you find like pockets of it in your own life, um, if you're already in a relationship, I, I wish alone time for everyone because it mm-hmm. is not like agreed it's that important yeah. to me um i love that and that was that so i'm not necessarily uh wishing for a relationship uh because uh, she does such a good job of finding relationships all the time <laughs> is i never have a problem finding a relationship they just always turn out terribly um got it so you know that's that's my problem is picking the wrong person i think but i am learning how to find hopefully find the right person for me but i do want to be alone seriously 
Yeah. yeah. Mr. T, I, I am enjoying this phase of your life as well. I am. Um, because, you know, when you told me that you split from the last, you know, uh, partner, um, I was like, okay. And you gave me every reason why, and you were able to enumerate exactly why. And I said, and I was like, hey, I'm really proud of you for taking the stand for yourself. Um, you know, you were, right, you had been uh, put into a, a corner, basically, on, on a lot of a lot of things and you were just like no not for me peace out i'm i'm done yeah and i wasn't I, willing I'm to go over my boundaries right i am so proud of that like oh. that's 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 fucking huge that being said when you do find a partner what i wish for you is someone who is kind that is it Aww. just kindness love that i love appreciate that. that i i i I definitely need that, you know, for sure. They could be, they could be dumb, but <laughs> they better be fucking kind. No, no. I, <laughs> but I as long as they're kind and understanding, right? No, as long as they're kind and understanding, then that is that is good. That is okay. that is a good place to start. I know what you should look for. Yeah. Tell, tell me, tell me, give me my list. Jay. Or Jay, Jay, sorry. Jay, give me my list. Give me my list of what should be on it. You need somebody in a hot dog costume in their profile. <laughs> oh, that I is I literally was going to bring that up earlier when, <laughs> when Mr. M was talking about, like, how the two of us met him, met Mr. M. I wanted to be like, that's and what it is. I just, it's it, the we hot need dog to costume. find some- <laughs> i hope that you need it you need to include this in the this needs to be included in the pod yes like like in show notes uh because uh bizzle's the one that took that photo by the way yep i remember it's okay to be not okay just make sure you're talking to someone